everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of What Women Binge. Yeah. And men. And men too. Sometimes we care Sometimes about what mostly men think. Men. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a lot of men on this show. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Today we don't have a man on this show. It's no. just you and me. <clears throat> and I. I don't know what's going on with my voice. You got a thing going on? It just happened. We worked out really hard this morning. I think well, our lungs are still recovering. That was dreadful. Yeah, we did a little BFT workout, you guys, with the Sausage King. And, and it was... It was a rough one. It was a really rough one. But you know what? How proud were you when you were done? You were I like, was angry. <laughs> were you really? I <laughs> Hillary looked... At, our friend Hillary also was there. She looked at me at one point. She goes, um, your face says anger. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I'm I'm just trying to focus. I get been through taking this. a lot of anger out in the gym, which has been fun. I, I I did feel good about myself afterwards, but I I got home and I got in the shower and I was like, yeah. I'm already sore. It's an exhausting one. It was a, it was cardio day, guys. Oof. Cardio day is because every day is different. Tomorrow will be strength, lower body, but today was hardcore cardio, and we are at 11 weeks out of a 12 week cycle, so it was like it's, it's like hard. the end of the program. In two weeks, it'll start again, and it'll be a little easier, but yeah. Yeah. It so we survived crazy. it, but my energy level feels like it's like down here, <sighs> even post-workout and Celsius in my body. I'm like, hi, <laughs> it's nice to see you. I'm going to not move my legs. I was like, by 10 a.m., I had already worked out, showered, and got my mammogram. Done oh, and done. Nice. So. You know how long it took me to shower? <laughs> Were you taking it slow? I didn't mean to take it slow, but. I had like, to hurry because I had the mammogram. I was like, I got to get this done. Well, that's true. That's motivation. I did not have motivation. I had nowhere to be until I had to be here. And so I got in there and I was like, <gasps> trying to wash <laughs> the hair. Don't lift the arms too much. Like, yeah. it just hurt. It hurts. <laughs> but it was yeah. necessary after that. But too. you know what we had with us? Huh. Our big dumb cups. Big dumb. Did big y'all see dumb it? cup. The SNL, SNL snatch. It was so good. So funny. Big dumb hat was a classic. And actually, oh, I'm not. I forgot that. So it must be like. It's the same girls. Oh, I see. And so, um. I loved Big Dumb Hat, even though I don't own a Big Dumb Hat. I've never I have been able one, to pull but I it don't off. wear. I don't. Ha, I'm not a hat person. My face does not work with hats. That's not true. No, I've it seen does you wear some hats. not. But my hair has to be down in my face, so I can't wear like winter. Like I can't wear like beanies. Those never work for me. No, it's like terrible. Unless my hair, because I I don't like my hair on my face, so I can't like wear the like a curl or something like down in my face, like soften <laughs> it up and make me look feminine. Like when I wear a hat, I look like a little like teenage boy that went out skating. Yeah, I have a tendency to to look a little masculine in a beanie as well. But the the nice hats, I love the way they look on like my even friends. like a cowboy hat, like a yes. rimmed like our friend Mark Cahill it an urban sombrero. Always rocks one. Oh and my gosh. So cute. She is a hat girl. And Catherine Sutherland can wear they it. They wear too. it as like an accessory. It's like how they do their hair. Yes. Which I'm jealous of. I would love to throw a hat on. And and they don't even have to like take it off when they get somewhere. Like I'm already tall, so if I wore it to a concert or dinner or something, no one could see <laughs> no over one would me. see past you. Or then again, they could just look right below it because I mean I'm always way below you because I'm like about what ten inches shorter <laughs> You'd than come you. Come up to my big dumb shoulder. So, yeah. <laughs> Didn't we do? Wasn't it at my ugly sweater party last year? Not last year, the one before that we like put your butt on top of my butt when we just stand up. Yeah. Like your butt sits on top of my it's, butt when it, I. Your your butt's like a shelf. My for butt's my a butt. shelf for your butt. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> of our height. So difference. yeah, but our big dumb cups are the same size. Big dumb cups. Big dumb cup. And you gave me my big dumb cup, I which did. is why it says Melissa on it. By well, the way, if you those at home that can't see us, we're holding our Stanley Cups. This is we've given in to the hype because we are those people. And I have to say, I did not. So I've always been a water bottle, a glass water bottle person because I gave up plastic years 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 ago. And so I always but reusable liked glass. plastic is okay. 
right? Yeah, if you if you're gonna use it a lot, I use that for like travel and stuff for the right. boys sometimes. But usually I try to do but like for a cup, steel or glass. Yeah. But I like the glass ones with the silicone on the outside. You get to get them at like Whole Foods or yes, usually like Target I like those or anything. Too. But I, so I never liked not seeing my water because I don't trust that someone hasn't put something in it that hasn't grown bacteria. Well, let me show you what you can do about that now. Uh-oh. Look what I found at the TJ Maxx. Oh, did you put a little lollipop <gasps> on your straw? It's got a little straw. No, topper. you know our friend Wendy has that. I have one that's got a little star on it. I got rid of it because I didn't. Yours is bright pink. What is this? Steel? Okay. Yeah. It looks different because it's very metallic. It is. It's Mine is matte. Finish. But look, I have a oh, I have a buffer have on the bottom. Cover. Yeah, so I have this little like sparkly thing. And if I don't use it, I don't like the way the Stanley when it goes down, it like kind of clinks. This one now it doesn't clink because it's got hear that? It's soft. It's got styrofoam. It, I mean silicone. Yeah. I but yeah, I have the topper thing, but I didn't use it, so I it's didn't bother. It's so cute though. Mine looks like a little pink lollipop, not mm-hmm. just the cup. Um I got them for my girls. Yeah, yeah. Mm, you did. But your yeah. little girls? Yeah. That's who I got them for. Originally? Sure. <laughs> well, I have to say, I drink a lot more water with this. That's why I, I like do. it. I do. And I like their dishwasher safe. I never liked the straw. I never liked drinking out of a straw because you get that smoker's mouth Well, you wrinkles. don't have to. Take the straw out. I know, but I, the thing. Well, I thought I drank more water when I dump it in my mouth, but I actually, with the straw, I sip on it more during the day as opposed to taking big chugs. Look at you. And I actually end up drinking more. Because of this, I'd probably drink like 60 ounces a day, whereas I was like drinking 20 before. And you were so anti the fat. I was so anti it because, well, also, it's ginormous. It is. It's huge. And it weighs a ton. But it does fit. Everything the thing about they it is say it is fits true. in the cup holder. All the jokes... Well, on the thing, here's we're 100% a, true. But here's a true thing I wish that they would have. So I, when I first got, you first gave me the Stanley Cup and I started bringing it to the gym, there was a week where I couldn't do any workouts. I thought I was getting carpal tunnel. And I was like doing push-ups <laughs> on my fists, right? I was doing push-ups on my fists instead of flat because I couldn't get my wrist to bend. On like the ski erg, I couldn't like bend my wrist in the right way to get the ski erg down. I was like, I don't know what's going on, you guys. This sucks. This here's might be like a cup. permanent injury. Someone goes, you have Stanley Cup wrist. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? From holding it like this, I got like, you know, you're trying to lift it like this. It's a little workout for it you. It does weigh a lot. Like, this is probably- They're like heavy. Two or three pounds. Well, it's 40 ounces. And it's full of water and ice right now, so it's really heavy. Mm-hmm. But also, this is a very pleasant noise. You're a little ASMR right <laughs> little, now. A little asthma free. See, I like the- I'll hit the silicone and you do that and we'll have a little band. There is like a weird thing that they say they have lead if you like lose this little cap. Well, Mark get rid said, of it. I asked Mark about that because I thought that was a joke about the lead because one of them goes, mm, tastes like lead. And uh-huh. I didn't realize that was like a real thing that. Yeah. And he goes, no, over. all styrofoam he, or styrofoam, all, all stainless, stainless steel. steel has Yours lead is in good. It. So it's why? What does it mean? So this little it's in this little plug. It's inside of there. If this ever becomes exposed, they said that you have to get rid of it. Oh, well, because Mark said if it chips or breaks, then yeah, yeah you I've will have. I've not ever had that happen though. That that's when lead will leak out of stainless steel. I didn't know that though. Isn't like our pots and pans made out of stainless steel? Yeah, they are. So that's dangerous. I didn't know. Are they? We're dying. We should have lead. Them. Oh gosh, my <laughs> pots and pans are stainless. I've never thought of that. I mean, I'm then, gonna go home and get one of those lead strips and test it now. Yeah, like everything <laughs> is either stain. Well, I try to do everything in stainless steel. Or what about our steel oh, cans of like aluminum? Boy, Melissa, what what, what just happened? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What? The brain dug up some examples of you in hats. Oh, no. Are they terrible? <laughs> Let me see. I'm so scared right now. Oh, that's it. Actually, that one's not that bad. pretty cute there. That's the Jets. Let me tell you something. That was the coldest day of my life. 
So I really don't care what I look like <laughs> on that day. I was trying to survive. It was we were at a Jets game. I took my in-laws who are from Alabama on, and we tried to find shelter indoors because we were so stinking cold. But the Jets gave us that jacket I'm wearing. The Jets gave us. They gave us a blanket. They gave us the gloves and the hat. I mean, I was, I probably Thank had God a hat under it. that too. I mean, I, look how miserable and cold I am, but we stuck around. I don't know. You, you actually look kind of cute. Your makeup's really good there. Um, did you watch the game? You don't watch football, right? No. Oh, this one's a more recent one. Let me see. I'm scared. You actually can pull. Oh, that's from a movie. But see, I have, hat. but I have, uh, see, I knew I had a red hat. I asked to have that, take that home from the set and nobody gave it to me. Here, here's my favorite. <laughs> but though. see, there I had hair extensions and my hair is in my face and I had a hairdresser. Oh gosh. <laughs> that was terrible. That's Clarissa. That's the, um, do I have braids? Or no, my hair's just down. I no, have bangs. No, you've got big earrings on. Bangs. It's look like how a, cute you were though. It was like a salt and pepper look, right? It was like a, like a side hat. It's embroidered with um, elephants. It's like probably an Indian style beaded hat. We actually had that on set or something very similar to we had the We had three of the hats from Clarissa here on set in the beginning of the first there, season. There's a guy that takes pictures of you. Oh no. What do you mean? And edits them and just gives you a bigger nose. What? Specifically you Let and me hats. See. Me and hats? <laughs> Is there an example? Oh, I have an example. I'm horrified. <laughs> What is wrong with people? Don't they? <laughs> what in the world is that? That's at oh the Derby. <laughs> oh my gosh! I bet people are probably trying to say that like I had a nose job. They're probably trying to oh make it look gosh, big. Oh my gosh! Look at this. That is really funny. That was at the Derby. It's like what this dude is That's into. That's a Betsy Johnson dress. I love. That's that a dress. great dress. I still have that dress. You it should will not always keep that dress. It will not fit me. I'll have to give it to my granddaughters someday. Oh my daughter-in-laws. This is like. That's weird. Oh, apparently there's more. Hang on. People have too much time on their hands, <gasps> you guys. Oh my God. I'm so ah, scared. You. Oh. What is it? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> he just keeps going. That's me in Africa recently. <laughs> that is a very big nose. He just decided that he likes you and hats. How did he do that? Nose. It's actually a really good job. Let me see this. <laughs> hang on. It's super. That is so weird. It's actually really well done. I know. They, he must just take the picture and then expand that one part and just then plop the it nose. on. Yeah, nothing else seems like. It kind of works. Actually, for having no nose here or a large nose or mostly your face's nose, this one's kind of pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Miami at my sister's bachelorette party. I remember everything. That's in, a, But see, you actually look pretty there. Thank you. There were some paparazzi climbing up the wall and they tried to get some pictures of me from the side. And I was like you, really relaxed and very... Um, not good posture and my belly was sticking out and, and so um i uh, i had to thwart the paparazzi by going and taking my own photos and posting those very quickly before they could get them out to the magazines in which case i was able to save my image oh. by um by posting it myself and then the magazines and, and websites didn't Couldn't really want to run it. it yeah oh and here's here's like a look what you're reading the bell jar i told you that was high school reading this isn't a tv show that's Sabrina. Yeah. Okay. That's the, that's Sabrina. What did you say? I read that. The I read bell it? jar. Remember? I've never actually read it. I'm reading it on TV. Well, it I'm was, not really reading it. Was it was required high school probably reading. Probably inside in of that is probably my lines. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> my lines are probably in there, which is why I'm so focused on it. I'm wearing an Orioles hat or something. Yeah. Oh, you know but why? Look how cute your hair is. The Baltimore there. Orioles was Brady um, Anderson. Did he play for the Baltimore Orioles? That might be the episode he was in. Oh, cute. Which, funny enough, when I named my son Brady, I only ever knew one Brady. It was and my it was friend's brother. No, it was my friend's brother. I forgot about him. And years later, I said his name, and I went, oh, my gosh, his name was Brady. 
And oh. I had such a little crush on him. Okay, you can totally flowers. pull up a ball cap, though. Your hair's the same length no. now. No, because look at how weird it is on top. Look at the shape it gives your head. Ball caps are hat. weird, except on guys. No, but it's like a hey, weird can you see rounded. We're gonna see if I if. Ooh. <laughs> Gonna see if I uh, look decent in a Bass Pro Shop. Let's see. But see, I got my hair down. I no, have not. Push done it behind my hair. your ears like this. All right, push it behind my ears. Let's see. Okay, that's a, actually adorable. Is this adorable? It's actually Come really on. cute. Really? Yeah. Look, it, it's not giving Dusty Slay at all. <laughs> I don't look like Dusty Slay. Yeah, but I feel like maybe I think Jay like well rounded this hat. I think you look good in hats. Yeah. All right, no, I don't. I, I disagree. You bought it yesterday, so it's, you bought it yesterday, so it's not well <laughs> worn. Oh, there so you there goes go. That theory. All right, so it's brand new. All right, now it did look cute. All right, I'll fix my hair. Literally, this is how my hair dried today. It's so, so cute. I apologize though. for whatever it looks like. Thanks. I'm wearing Sick. my pair of eyeglasses. Okay, guess. Oh, I love your pair. Do you like them? Look, I can pop off the lenses. Watch this. Oh, what? So cute. What? Base base frame. Snap I know. Frame. I love them. Yep. We love you, pair. Amanda, what is your vision for the new year? Well. I can tell you that I'm looking at 2024 with 2020 20 vision. I can see it ahead of let me, me. Let me guess why. Let me guess why you have 2020 One vision. guess. Is it because of pair eyewear? <gasps> You're so Am I right? Smart. You're just so smart. Because look, I'm wearing my pair eyewear right yes, now. Yes, you are. It brings everything into focus, right? And pair eyewear base frames start at just $60, including your prescription. Isn't that so cool? And then $25 and you get these face plates that you just... Pop right on. You can change get your look. Affordable progressive lenses, and you can save by using pre-tax FSA and HSA dollars. It's so cool. They Plus, are so you great. You can get 15% off by using our code binge, B-I-N-G-E, at pairiwear.com. So go get your glasses, your husband's glasses, your kids' glasses, your progressive lenses. And can we talk about how cute they are? Like you can put on any frame. You can put on holiday frames. You can put on hearts for Valentine's Day coming up, yes. right? New year, new look. So you get the base frame and then you Pop on the top frames, and the top frames just have all different kinds of designs, collections, collabs, anything you might want. And they have free standard shipping and a flexible 30-day return policy. So if you don't like it, which I guarantee you, you're going to like it. But if you don't for some reason, you're going to love it. You can send it back. And it includes wide frames to fit every face. And find your fit right from home with a virtual try-on, which you That's can do. That's how I did it. Makes it. you look cute. Yeah. Hi, Matron. You find the ones that you like the best. We both dig the cat eye look. Yes, personally. Did. We did. So visualize a fantastic new year with Pear Eyewear. That's right. Go to PearEyewear.com and use the code BINGE, B-I-N-G-E, for 15% off your first pair. And support our show by mentioning what Women Binge sent you in the post-checkout survey. Yes, please mention us. That's Pear, P-A-I-R, Eyewear.com, code BINGE. Um, so wait, back to the Stanley Cups. So, so Stanley Cups and I, takes a sip I was going to say from her well protected oh, so cup watching football last night, mm -hmm. the Chiefs and the Ravens, we were rooting for the Ravens, mm -hmm. even ran to Dick's real quick to try to find a Ravens shirt. Did you find a new cup while you were there? All, no, I should have. I didn't have time. <laughs> we're literally only looking for Ravens gear. And my 15 year old was like, there's not going to be Ravens stuff, mom. It's only going to be Titans because we're in Tennessee. And I was like, nah, like for the playoffs, I'm sure they have a few things for all four teams that are playing today. Sure enough, he was right. He goes, I bet you anything they only have stuff for girls because of Travis Kelsey. They probably only have Chiefs stuff. And sure enough, they had like cut off mm -hmm. sweatshirts that were Chiefs. And then they had one Kelsey jersey. And that was all they had other than Titans stuff. You know, okay. So I think both of us have a healthy respect for old Tay-Tay. Even though 
neither of us, I think we're just too old. We're not old. Swifties, but we appreciate what she is. Yes, she's yeah. clearly a brilliant businesswoman. Yeah. She's talented. She's talented. She writes her own music. She works her she's butt off. from scratch. I'm I'm here for her. Yeah. I think it's great yeah. what she does, and I and appreciate she, part of her shows are like three hours. She doesn't just like go out and dance around for an hour and a half. There's no way that woman can do anything but like eat, sleep, and perform That's while she's I, on tour. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I, I bet there's I'm no alcohol. That she can make it to these games on Sundays. To I be bet honest. there's no like friends. No, I mean, after she, the show, she and she's so skinny. I bet at her age, she can probably still eat a little bit, put away a little. But she's. I would imagine she she's has such a to. slim. But see, she's got the body style of my mom. I mean, she looks like she's taller than my mother. But my mom's always been, like, really slim. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes from, like, eating eating to live, not living to eat. Yeah. Like, she really—my mom—I'm talking about my mom here. But my mom, like, she likes her good food, but she doesn't eat a lot of it. She has a few bites. She's like, I am good. Like, she used to have our cereal. She used to take five bowls of cereal in the morning, dump it out for all five kids, take one bite out of each as she handed it to us, and that was her breakfast. <laughs> so, like, you know, she's like, I'm good, you know. And I wonder if— Tay Tay is kind of the same. I mean, look, she can hire chefs and and I'm sure do all the things. She's but got she's just always things. had that super slim little body, so she looks fantastic in clothes. She's a little fashionista. She's stylish. She's got great friends. I mean, it looks like and she she has major influence. And I think that's one of the most interesting things about her now dating Travis Kelsey, and everyone knows who he is now. Yeah. And, you know, Whereas we only knew him from like if you were State into Farm football, you knew before. who he was. But if you didn't. I only I knew last year because of the Super Bowl, um, and I'm you know I'm sort of into football, but not really. But I knew that it was the Kelsey Bowl. Like I knew that he was the brothers were playing against each other, and the yeah. mom had a split jersey. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I knew who Travis Kelsey was until Tay Tay started, you know, sucking on his um, mouth. But um, <laughs> I was gonna say macking uh -huh. on him. I don't know where that came from. But wow. <laughs> But my, I have to say, my boys and like it seems like the football community just does not like her. Really, she is. They're calling her the Yoko Ono of oh, football. They're calling her all these things. Like nobody wants to see the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl because of her. Like because it's just going to be on her. And I think even didn't okay. like Jason you know Kelsey's many... wife say he doesn't. Oh no, they like each other. I, I think. think it's the Kelsey Patrick Mahomes father or somebody said. It. I hope I'm not because they asked him if he was going to be in the booth with her. In the in the suite with her, and he was like, "Oh, I hope not," because apparently the the week before they were like getting rowdy behind him, and he was kind of like, "Oh, like I, I want to watch the game," you know. Oh well, I I think she's probably done miraculous things for the NFL. Oh, for sure. And I mean, Travis Kelsey's merchandise, dear sweet lord. Yeah. Well, I have a sweatshirt. <laughs> it's not Travis, but it says, and if you do the math, it says, and I I should have worn it today. Taylor Swift's. It says, let's go, Taylor, Taylor's boyfriend's brother, <laughs> which if you do the math, it's Jason Kelsey. Like it's it's that, rooting for the Eagles. He I, I did not really watch much of the game. Was it last week? I think when he jumped out the window shirtless. Jason Kelsey. Yes. yes apparently there was this like something. Yeah, something it, his happened. brother scored a touchdown and he jumped out the window. And he that, jumped out the I, window. I heard about this, but I didn't see it. So, yeah, it was hilarious. And then I guess now they're going retired. to Super Bowl. But Jason just retired. Yeah, I think. Right. Didn't Jason? He retire? did. He did actually officially retire. That makes so. me sad. I'm like, oh, but you know what? If he's happy, he gets to go home. But now I can't oh. wear my sweatshirt. So I'm very sad. I mean, you still can. Everyone will still think it's funny. <laughs> okay. I'll still root for the Eagles with the Taylor's boyfriend's brother shirt. But so there's a bunch of conspiracy theories now about Taylor Swift. Like one of them is that she's like a plant for the Democratic Party 
that she's been like trained somehow, like she's special ops or something, and she's going in and like making people converting vote people to yeah. Whereas she did apparently oh, in my. one day have the highest voter registration, which is great. Like in history, isn't that or what something. we would want? Yeah, I mean, for look, America. <laughs> I'm the rock. The, I don't know if you're too young, but the rock the vote generation. Like yes. I'm rock the vote generation. They never told you who to vote for, but they said go vote. No, and I will say I hate that she does get political sometimes because. I hate when all entertainers do that. Like, just that, I don't need that for me. Yeah. You know, I'm here because I appreciate your art yeah. and what you do. I don't need you to influence my religion, but I think you my can politics, turn, anything. You can turn that off if you want. Like, don't go to their social media page. For if sure. That's what you want to, you know. But in, in this case, I mean, Taylor, everyone knows where she stands, and that's yeah. fine. But if she's encouraging young people to go vote, They're going to make up their own minds anyway. Taylor Swift, she might be a Pied Piper in a lot of ways, but I don't think that she is like rounding up new Democrats. Well, no, (laughs) I mean, she's using her power for good if she's just telling people to go vote. Because we do have very low voter like turnout. Like we have very low voter turnout at all of our elections, except maybe president. I mean, even presidential, I think, are low, right? I don't know. But then there's also a theory um, that your husband alerted me to, that oh, the brain alerted me to. The Argyle About this movie Argyle. Mark comes out of nowhere and is like, we gotta go see that movie Argyle. He hasn't wanted to go to the movies with me all year. And all of a sudden he's like, we gotta go to the movies and see Argyle. I'm like, what? So then I see the preview for it and I was like, oh yeah, it looks really good. It's a stellar cast. It looks, it looks great. fun. But then I guess there's all these articles about how somehow the book that was bought, the book, the book rights were bought for the movie. Okay, yeah. Yeah, explain this. So, the book is not out. Is it called Argyle as well? Yes. And it appears to be written under a pseudonym. Okay. And the, it's a woman's name, right? Or it appears to be a woman's name. Something appear, feminine. I, yes. And basically, before the book even came out, the rights were bought for the like movie. $200 million. Which, why would anybody pay $200 million for a book they haven't read and secure screening rights for, or like film rights for a project they don't even know about so the unless theories, there was a huge name behind it. So the it. theories are that it's Taylor Swift because it's also written about like also, a character very, very similar to her. The author has never written anything else. So I have a few thoughts on this. Like I don't, I mean, I don't think the girl has time to write a book and then go and try to make it a movie. Like that's a lot of work to do. Okay, that's a lot of legwork to do. put out like three albums during COVID and... She directed her own, but her albums were her old albums. Videos, redone. One of which was a short. She didn't film. write that music. She, yes, she, she did. It was already written. No. What didn't she redo her old albums? No, that's not what I'm talking about. She released Folklore and Evermore. Those are new albums. Yeah. Plus a and Midnight's all during COVID. Okay. So she girl, she's busy. I don't she doesn't think have she time sleeps. to write a book. Let me tell you, writing a book is I don't not know. an easy task, especially one that's going to be a huge. Look, those stars that signed on to it, it must be a really good project. Those stars wouldn't sign on to it just because it was a Taylor Swift. Like, you know what I mean? Like Reese Witherspoon. I They have said that it is not her. Like, yeah, the director over and came over out and again. said it's not her. So I, it may not be. But they were purposeful in all of the imagery. Like, it's like well, a picture of a cat, to... just like her cat. And there's this plaid <laughs> that was her thing. And then, I, I mean, it, it's bizarre when you look at the poster and you're like, even slightly a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah, but like, they can be giving. drawing from it. I mean, you know, there's a 90s movie I'm looking at right now that has all those flavors of, like, she's all that and, yeah. like, all these other movies that could be, you know, that you could be like, oh, it was inspired by this or whatever. Yeah. Like, I feel like it could totally be that, but I feel like... I think we'll find out before long, but... Yeah, and these, unfortunately, these days, no one will touch a movie if it doesn't have an IP, if it's not a... But the cast is a not comic book or a, anything. The cast might not know or... 
Or maybe they're just trying to play along with it and be I like, I mean, they're brilliant. Think what you want to think. It's it's great marketing. But the, but the article in the Variety and Variety is a trade magazine. Yeah. It's a, it's the it's for um, I mean, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, and now Deadline Hollywood are places you can look to for legit Hollywood information. And Variety posted a thing saying, with the director saying no. Like, that's, it's not her. But, I mean, maybe it could be someone. But who would pay 200? It's weird that you would pay $200 million for a book rights. Are we sure? Is that confirmed? Yeah, it's in the article. Because if they paid $200 million for a book right, a book that's not out, the book's not even. Right. Like, that's why it, it doesn't even have any somebody traction. ridiculous behind it. Or it's just a weird, or someone's just trying to create some kind of, like, story. I don't know. You think it's Beyonce? Jay-Z? What? I don't know who it is. But P. Diddy? P. Diddy's coming back? I think back. it's brilliant, Mark. Mariah? Who could it be? I don't know. I think it's so bizarre, though. I think it's awesome. Good for whoever it is, because they have won the game. Everyone's going to see it, and everyone's talking about it. Are we sure that's not the budget of the movie? Because I feel like that's the above-the-line budget. No, it for is that. what that's the rights the, were bought for. Because $200 million, I would believe, is the price of that cast. Yeah. Oh, hang on. So, that's wild. Here's the quote. Yeah, let me hear it. This is from Brian Cranston. It's very real, Cranston said of Conway. I can't confirm or deny the rumors about Miss Swift. I wouldn't put it past her. She's certainly capable of writing a novel or several novels, but I really shouldn't say anymore. <laughs> He's playing with it. And that's in variety. He's having fun with that. I think it's brilliant marketing. Whether it's her or not, for them to play up the conspiracy, I think it's great. I don't know if it was her. Why wouldn't you just come out and, di- and say it's her? Wouldn't that be a bigger draw because then you're for sure? I think she has denied it. But no, she has not denied it. According, but to if Brian. you if if you were to come out and be like, "Look at Taylor Swift wrote a book, and now it's a movie with this fantastic cast," don't you want to see it? Like that would generate more. Well, her last movie was Cats, so oh, she was in that, yeah. Oh. Which is why my girls love it. By the it's way, it's crazy. Like that was a play I waited for years. I begged my grandmother to take. She finally came up to New York and took me to see it after five years of waiting to see it, and I'd never seen the movie. I don't know why. Musicals don't appeal to me, though. Um, What is the song? Uh, She's actually an actor in it. She's one of the cats. She's one of the cats. She sings um, Mr. Uh, Oh, uh, Cavity. Cavity is not there. McCavity. McCavity. Yeah. And she does this terrible transatlantic accent. Really? Yes. Oh, no. It's bad. But the movie itself is just like the play. There's very few There's pop no stars plot. that can transfer. It's cats. Like if you think about <laughs> think about pop stars that have become actors. I mean, Madonna tried it so many times, right? And I don't think Madonna was a bad actor. No. But then you've got Vita. But like I would say like Justin Timberlake is the only one that can kind of he's pull it really up. And even his movies don't do great, but he's yeah. trying to find like an indie kitsch. Well, what's her name? The little one from um the Western movie. Ah Haley Steinfeld. She oh. won an Oscar. But do you consider her a singer before? Oh an actor? yeah, she's a pop star. Oh, I think of her as an actor first. Kind of like she, J-Lo. I actually knew J-Lo as an actress before I knew her. No, Lady Gaga won true. an Oscar. Yeah, that's true. She Lady was Gaga's phenomenal. Fantastic. Uh, but everybody Jennifer gives her Hudson. such a hard time. I feel bad for her. Cher. Yeah. Uh, was Cher? Yeah, I, I guess Cher I mean, was a singer first. Obviously, it's not yeah, yeah. a lot of crossover, yeah. but there are some notables. Yeah, there are. There are a few. <laughs> the brain said Jared Leto. I don't know if we count that one. I think his music came after his acting. Like I don't remember. What came first? No? Music came first? Really? Yeah. Well, that's what he wanted. But it, I just love that he, he dressed had to use as his a acting cat to push for the them. Met Gala, and I will never get that image out of my head. It's I like, think he's so, fun. he's so funny. He's so wild. I don't know anything you? about him. No. Do you know him? No, I just we met Wilson Cruz, though, who was in My So-Called Life. Oh. Um, Wilson Cruz, uh, I think he played her, her gay friend in 
I saw it live. I think he's Claire oh. Dane's best friend in it or something. Um, I think. Um, if I actually didn't, I want to go back and rewatch that show. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, that's a good. That one. is a big one. True. Yeah, that's a good one. He was definitely a pop star before he was an actor. Yes, that was weird. And J Lo, I would say, was too. Although I think yes. I saw her movie before I knew her songs. Oh, I have loved her movies. <clears throat> well, her first movie was the George Clooney something like Eye of something. Word Eye. Will Smith. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that one. That one's another huge. One. The brain's giving you a lot, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is this is what he lives for. You Will need Smith pop is culture. A really good one. Yeah, that's true because he also did a cheesy sitcom first. Yeah. Then he became a big. Once he did what Men in Black. Yes. I would say that that solidified. And him then he did Wild Wild West, which was terrible, but the song was good. Mm-hmm. And then you had welcome. And he to made a Miami. lot of money in Benito, Miami. Um, so let's talk about um, your new favorite show. Because then we got to get into our. Yeah, we got to ask each I other questions. So much. Okay. I know you turned me off to it for I'm like so sorry. two years, and I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. out of solidarity. I thought you had seen it. Okay. Well, first of all, we're talking about the Gilded Age. Yes, y'all. I can't believe I, I am in deep. I thought for sure you had already seen it. I have not, and I but I trusted your judgment because <laughs> you don't usually steer me wrong, but you steered me wrong this time. And so Friday night, I was at home. The brain was out with Riker, and um, they were at the Royal Rumble, which was a whole nother. Oh conversation. yeah, and um, Tucker had to ask Alexa who won the Royal Rumble <laughs> yesterday just to make sure. Although he was watching it. So. Oh. So they, they had a blast, but I got the girls to bed and I'm sitting there on the sofa with my cousin. I'm like, well, what should we do? And she is also like my historical fiction lover, oh. like me, or like historic novel based things. So Bridgerton, Downton Abbey, yeah. you know, all those things. Uh, anyways, so she's like, well, I just watched this new one called The Buccaneers and it's great. Oh, The Buccaneers I want to see. Terrible I name, see but it. it seems awesome. Well, we couldn't find it because I don't have Apple TV on my living room. Oh, okay. TV. But... The Gilded Age came up as a suggestion, and I was like, oh, I've been meaning to watch this. I've not heard great things, but yeah. I've heard the costumes are beautiful. Oh, my gosh. The costumes, the scenery. So she was like, I haven't watched it either. I Six came over your house that night, and you were like— later, Yeah, we forced ourselves to go to bed at like 1 a.m. Okay, then the next day I came over, the and you were day, like, why did you— Yeah, <laughs> I, I texted you at like midnight, Gilded and I was like, you lied to me. I— I'm sorry. I okay. <laughs> it's beautiful. The costumes are and second season. The costumes are oh even, even better. more fabulous. Some of them are really off though. Like Marion's costume. I watched one last last night. I think it was episode two or three, season two. She had this one with stripes on it. That was not good. But the rest of them, gosh, lo- everyone. I mean, oh, the amount of money so in that beautiful. and the scenery because now they're doing stuff at the Breakers out in Newport Beach, like Newport, Rhode Island. They're out. They're doing all these all these scenes out in the in the Newport homes and. I mean, the, it's just, it must be very, very expensive. And all the background people have a very party ball walking down oh. New York City Street. Everyone has to be in these it's costumes. Unbelievable. And they have a pretty big cast. I mean, so so the yes. character of Marion is played by Meryl Streep's daughter, right? Who you don't necessarily. I hate to say this. I think it's total blasphemy. Think she's gotten better. She has gotten a little bit better, but she, that character then. The first two episodes. Whether it's her or the character is so annoying. You know what? Here's the thing. I, I watched it again last night. I love her. Eyes. Because you love it. I watched it again last night to be like, all right. Like, how are we seeing this differently? I think the thing is with Bridgerton, you expect it to be cheesy. So I'm right. okay with it being cheesy. But those actors. Are good. Are subtle. Most of them are In good. a way. Even yeah. though the writing is bold. In this, the writing is typically very vanilla. 
it's very like there's stuff they touch on racism, but they don't really go there. They touch on, you know, above uh, they do, upstairs, though. downstairs, and they don't really go there. But the, they're so, too da- they're too like w- walking the line, but, but never I think go to that's the dangerous. How it zone. was in that time? No, period. I think it was more dangerous. I think there was more. I don't think like they talked about those things though, which is I maybe why not I, in New York City. So, and I told you the one thing really missing from it is back then New York City was run amok with pigs. There should be pigs <laughs> in the street every time they show the street. There should be a pig running down it. That's hilarious. If you ask me, but no, and it, like I'm just now into season two. I think I'm at season two, episode two or three, and. One of the characters, um, who's like the main black character, what is her name? The character name? Yeah. I can't. Hold on. I'll look it up. She's phenomenal. I can't remember any of their Great names. Great actress. I just remember Marion is the is the is the young blonde girl. Yes. And so um, she is getting ready. She's writing for a newspaper, and she's getting ready to go to a story, and it's taking her to the south for the first time. Oh, really? And I don't want to spoil it, but. Her mother is dead set against Peggy. this. Is it Peggy? Peggy. Peggy Scott. That's right. Miss Scott. They always Peggy call Scott. her Miss Scott. Yes. So Peggy is getting ready to go to the South for her first time. She's been raised in Brooklyn, so she's not experienced that side of racism in the same way that yeah. her parents, who I believe came from the South. Yeah. Um, so I haven't seen how that pans out yet. So I think maybe you'll see more of it as we get yeah, now they'll, into the season. they'll tread into a little bit more dangerous territory. It just feels like nobody was—there's no stakes— like when you're writing a like a lot of a, a, a big word in Hollywood is stakes. Where are the stakes? What are the stakes? What's her Does stakes? that mean where's the conflict? Yes. Like, Maybe that's why I love it so much though because it's digestible yeah, you don't, conflict for me. There's more conflict in Bridgerton than there is in this, which is weird because at this time period yes. it should have been with the like industrial revolution and the tycoons and then the women fighting and the social in and out. Like I'm in an episode right now where they're they're creating the Met. The crazy thing is the story centers around the Russells. Mm-hmm. The Russells are the Vanderbilts. I mean, everyone else. No, is but a they true, talk about that the Vanderbilts exist. But every but, but she's but but Alva Vanderbilt created design. She was actually an architect, and they made her son in this an architect. Mm-hmm. Russell's son is an architect, but Alva uh, Vanderbilt was a architect, and her name is on or her her signatures and stuff are on all the drawings. But of course, she had to hire a male architect too. So when she when she built, I don't think she built the Breakers. But whatever she built in Newport and her Fifth Avenue mansion was she designed all of her it. name on it. She designed it. Um, actually, in the Breakers, when they took down her, she had fabric walls. And when they took down her, um, when they bought it as a museum and they took down the fabric to clean it, they found written in Spanish on the wall, the den of the wolf. Because <laughs> she was so awful. She was supposed to be so awful. Oh, But she was very, very powerful. She got divorced. Anyway, I could go on and on about the Vanderbilts. I won't do that. I studied the Vanderbilts. I tried to write a show similar to this. Like right. I wanted to do a show about the Vanderbilts or about Mrs. Astor, about the dollar princesses, which I think the Buccaneers is about the, right. the dollar princesses. It was basically the plutocracy of the U.S. marrying the aristocracy of, of the U.K. and them kind of coming together. The, all the all the royals were going broke and mm-hmm. they couldn't afford their castles. And so they're buying these wealthy new money brides from basically New York and bringing them over there. And they're, so the girls' parents want them to be princesses. And the royals over there need money. So, so it became like, these perfect. convenient marriages. They called them the dollar princesses. And so, like, Consuela Vanderbilt, Alva's daughter, gets married off to the Duke of Marlborough. And anyway, I keep going. Like, And she's related to Churchill. And right. So it's only because she gives him a, a, an heir and a spare. She's the, They're the ones who termed it. She gave the Duke of Marlborough. She moved into the castle... That the queen was laid to rest at, I think, Balmoral or no, it's uh, it starts with a B. Blinham, Blinham, yeah. So she moves into Blinham Castle and she saves it with her money. 
but she's miserable because she was already in love with someone in New York. Oh. But her mother makes her. So she has that long, long. You can always tell Consuelo because she has a long neck because her mom made her wear a spinal like rod. She had to sit up straight and she wanted to marry her off to a, she wanted her to be a princess, but she married her off to the Duke of Marlborough. Their wedding is like one of the first in New York. Teddy Roosevelt is uh, the commissioner of the police department in New York oh, City. Fit from a rod right now. <laughs> they get married at St. Thomas Church. It's the first time that Teddy Roosevelt had to tell the police officers, tread lightly here. The women that are going to be like running into the streets and and like the, whatever it's you like call, what you call it. like Beatlemania. Yeah. This is the first time he said, use your batons like carefully or whatever, right? Like, be careful who you hit. And like when they start, when the crowd starts getting rowdy, because they all just wanted to watch the Duke go up and down, you know, like go to the wedding and come back from the wedding. Fifth Avenue was like shut down. It was anyway, I'm fascinated by the whole thing. Right. But Consuela was miserable. She gives him an air and a spare. She and it's because of the air and a spare that Winston Churchill is able to be prime minister and doesn't have to carry up the royal like he doesn't have to be in line for the royal crown or whatever and then when they go to get divorced he mediates it for them churchill mediates it's fascinating he was there's a lot of pictures of churchill and consuela vanderbilt together we need anyway. to do another episode about all of this i'm yeah like, I'm, I'm sure there's a noble bloods one somewhere in there but i like i need to ask i need to go look up the noble bloods podcast and see if she has one on this but i'm fascinated by it. i read all the books i was like it's not too late you know there can oh, always be more i know but the thing is this story they have mrs astor so they have so one of the things that Alva Vanderbilt did was she supported the Metropolitan Opera House, the Met, and the other one, which I'm assuming is true in this, the American, what they call it, the American Opera House? Uh, Academy. Oh, the Academy Opera House went under because she was not allowed to have a box at the Academy. Right. And so, because Alva was new money, she literally helped create the Met and built it up to what it is today. And now, like, we all know the Met Gala, right? Like, I mean, it's a massive, massive, the Met is huge still. And, you know, that was a big kind of F you to society for her. Also, she built a house. There was, Mrs. Astor had the 100 Club. Her ballroom could fit 100 people. Well, when Alva built hers, she built it to fit, I think, 400? Yeah. So when she had a party, she didn't invite Miss Astor, which is exactly how first season ends, right? There she doesn't invite Miss Astor to the party. And then Miss Astor has to beg an invitation. And she comes. And uh, so I loved seeing all that play out. But, of course, I wanted it to be under my care. But, okay, my ultimate—the thing is I'm, like, fascinated by all this. But it, it definitely is the Vanderbilts. It is the Vanderbilts minus the trains. And it's just they changed the name to Russell. Um, but they—oh, and her father wants her to marry for love. That's not true in the Vanderbilt case. But she— um, Spoiler alert. But I just think the acting is overdone and the writing is bland. I live for it. Writing is bland. Acting is way overdone. I mean, they're, they're like, yelling. They're, like, in high volume. I'm like, some of this stuff should have been very quiet back then, especially for the women, like— or the people under—you know, in the well, underbelly of the one house. one scene like, where the— um, the two main characters and their niece, Marion, are kind of arguing with each other. And it finally, like, escalates to yelling. And the butler comes in and he's like, is everything all right? I heard shouting and that's very rare in this home. <laughs> and she goes, everything will be. <laughs> and yes, but sometimes you just need to let it all out. And I was like, I've never felt so related to someone <laughs> but that's the thing I, you like it because it's nicey nicey and I want some like Game nah. of Thrones in here no keep me happy I need a little I mean it's on HBO Max I hear that sound I hear that ling. stay tuned for you know behind the scenes episodes at the end of the episode or whatever dun, dun. and I'm like it's Game of Thrones and then it's like no pretty pretty dresses and very safe content I love it I love I, it I love it I know but nobody... well, we have to go now okay let's go 
<laughs> Wait, let's do our questions real quick. No, we, we have don't have time. Ten. Oh, we don't? No. Oh. You want to do this or that? This or that. Rose or Froze? Rose. I would say Froze. Uh, read the book or watch the movie? Read the book. Read the book. Drive or be driven? Be driven. Drive. Brunch or happy hour? Brunch. Brunch. Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music. Uh, I use Apple Music when I want to buy something, otherwise Spotify. It's both. Both. Anyway, that was fun. It's been so fun, you guys. Thanks for being here, and um, have a great week. We'll see you in the next week. <laughs> Woman at what? Woman at binge. <laughs>